Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders Podcast. So glad to be with you here. Hope everybody is safe and well. Folks, it was a great run. The New York Islanders falling in overtime 2-1 to to the Tampa Bay Lightning, losing this series in six games. But look, the Islanders and their fans have a lot to be proud of. This team went on its longest playoff run in 27 years and can hold their heads up high as they fought to the very, very end against a bigger, more skilled, and unfortunately better hockey team. But, uh, you know, except for Game 1, the Islanders were in all five of the other contests and really gave everything they had. We'll break it all down, talk about it, start thinking about the off season, and, well, it's... Uh, been one heck of a ride for the New York Islanders. We will take a look at all of that, plus uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day and some thoughts about where the Islanders go from here. I know a lot of players, not a lot, but a few players certainly have played their last games for the New York Islanders. We'll shift into off-season mode and start looking ahead as to what we can expect for the draft, free agency, and the offseason. So, this game was a tough one. It was, uh, before the game even starts, the Islanders find out that uh, Adam Pellick is not available, and he had to be scratched. So, Noah Dobson comes into the lineup for the uh, Islanders as the seventh defenseman. So, you had Pulak, Mayfield, Letty, Taves, Green, Boychuk, and Dobson on the blue line. Forward combinations remained the same. And you get into game one, and I'll tell you, it it was off to a pretty good start. Just four minutes, 15 seconds into the game, Devon Taves scores on a wraparound assist to Lee and Barzal, and it was one to nothing. Islanders and All of a sudden, you get this feeling of hope, but unfortunately, just two minutes and 13 seconds later, the Tampa Bay Lightning answer. They tie the game up. Our old thorn in the side, Victor Hedman, getting his ninth goal, Cernak and Kucherov with the assists, and the game was all even 
at one apiece. That's the way the first period ended. But unfortunately, the Islanders really struggled, especially late in that period. Outshot 17-6. And look, we all know the Islanders play a defense-first style of hockey. And they need to do that to be successful. But A, you can't give up 17 shots in a period. Uh, That requires a lot from your goaltender. And yet, throughout the period and throughout the game, Simeon Varlamov gave the Islanders a heck of a lot. And Varlamov really stood on his head, played outstanding, made some saves on shots he didn't even see because he was in the right position. And the the Islanders just weren't able to generate hardly any offense to speak of. There were no power plays in the first period, and the Islanders were fortunate, quite honestly, to escape that first period without giving up any further goals. And even though they were thoroughly outplayed, let's say for the last... 15 minutes of the period, uh, it was still a 1-1 hockey game after 20 minutes, and that was definitely impressive. And, and, you know, again, Varlamov with 16 saves in the period as the Islanders uh, ended up even at 1-1. The second period, again, the Islanders eventually righted the ship to a point. They were still outplayed for good chunks of the early part of the period, came on a little bit late. Again, only six shots on goal for the period, letting up 10. So after two, the shots on goal were 27 to 12. And yeah, you know, sometimes shots on goal do not really illustrate the the way the game was being played and the, you know, the dominance of one team or the other. In this instance, it really honestly did. Third period, uh, Islanders outshot 15-9, to and they had at least some chances. Uh, penalties really coming into play. Uh, the big one, well, first of all, at 13-53 uh, of the third period, Devontae's shoots the puck over the glass. That's a delay of game penalty. That was a frustrating one. And then even worse at 1937, uh, Andy Green called for a four-minute double minor for high sticking. Clearly not intentional, an inadvertent high stick. And yet at the same time, as we all know, a player is responsible for his stick. The stick came back around behind him uh, and ended up clipping uh, Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov and the double minor was, you know, it's automatic. It has nothing to do with intention. And the Islanders uh, killed off the 23 seconds in regulation and still had to kill off three minutes and 23 seconds heading into overtime. We will discuss the overtime, analyze it, talk about what happened, uh, and then start to turn our attention to the offseason. We'll also talk about our Islanders' birthday of the day. So we've got a lot more to talk about here on the Locked On Islanders 
podcast. Guys, I know talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just try to brush it off and blame ourselves and say things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a hard day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it, and you can talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, it's safe, and best of all, it's totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today, and if you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. We all know these are not easy times, but you can continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever, you can support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. And ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. There are over 300,000 restaurants in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, and you can choose from your local go-tos, or your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, so just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off. And zero delivery fees with your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So the game goes to overtime, and the Islanders are able to kill off the penalty. Uh, Heroic job of penalty killing really didn't give the Lightning too many chances. And then the Islanders ended up with a power play chance of their own. Tampa Bay called for too many men on the ice. Pat Maroon serves the penalty. And unfortunately, just like it has been an issue for most of this series, the Islander power play really had very little power to it. And the Lightning were easily able to kill it off. I think Tampa Bay had... uh, better scoring chances than the Islanders did on the power play. So frustrating uh, watching that power play for most of this series. First of all, Matt Barzal, and I love Barzy, and he's a great player, but man, he's just being too cute with the puck, uh, spinning around and taking time off the clock. You're not going to beat guys like Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough 
talented, big veterans who have seen it all. Nine times out of ten, maybe even more than that, you're not beating them with those dipsy-do moves along the boards. And, you know, move the puck. Don't just circle around with it. Move the puck. Pass it. Quick cross-ice passes really are the way to get open shots. And the Islanders just didn't put any pressure on on this power play. They also use the same entry strategy all the time. And I talked about this on yesterday's show. Uh, They have to sometimes dump and chase or pass the puck in or, you know, mix it up instead of skating it in the same way time after time after time. Predictability is not going to help you uh, beat a good penalty kill and a good team like the Tampa Bay Lightning if you do the same thing all the time. It's just not going to work, and it didn't after the power play was over. Uh, 13-18 of the overtime, so about, you know, four and a half minutes later, Sorelli, Anthony Sorelli, ends it. His third of the playoffs, Barclay Goodrow with the only assist. Not much Varley really could have done about it. He didn't even realize the puck was in. There was a little bit of a delayed reaction, but the series was over. Islanders overall outshot in this game, 48-27. to In overtime, at least, it was an even six shots on goal per team. But uh, look, you know what? The reason the Islanders stayed in this game, 35 block shots compared to 25 for the Lightning and 62 hits compared to 40 for the Lightning. And of course, Varlamov making 46 saves in 73 minutes and 18 seconds of ice time. That is a 9.58 save percentage, which was certainly good enough to win. Uh... Ice time, Barzal out there for 24-54. That was tops among forwards. Brock Nelson, 24-07. Jean-Gabriel Pajot, 23-46. All, Ryan Pulak led all Islander players in ice time with 26-39. Scotty Mayfield, 25-39. Nick Letty, 25-12. Uh, Nick, Noah Dobson, I'll tell you, 12-55 out there. Uh, not a lot of ice time, but he did... Something that I said before the game even started that he had to do. He kept it simple, didn't try to be fancy, was effective most of the time at clearing the zone, and uh, got the job done. We'll look at some uh, superlatives for the Islanders as far as the uh, shots on goal, and obviously there weren't enough of them. Believe it or not, Brock Nelson leading the Islanders with four shots on goal, Anthony Bavillier and Scotty Mayfield had three apiece. As far as hits go, Cal Clutterbuck, just an unbelievable effort. He had 12 hits in this game. Blocked shots, five for Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Kudos to him. Five for Andy Green and four for Ryan Pulak. But in the end, the Islanders just didn't quite have enough. They realistically... Uh, were beaten by a bigger, stronger, faster, and more talented team. And the Islanders did everything they could to extend the series. Uh, Really, if you heard uh, after the game, the interview with Ryan McDonough, I think he summed it up really well when he said this Islander team, this was the toughest series 
I've ever been involved with. The Islanders gave us everything we could handle, and I'm paraphrasing, but that was more or less the message that Ryan McDonough, again, a veteran, an alternate captain on the Lightning, a guy who has, you know, faced a lot and seen a lot in the Stanley Cup playoffs, giving the Islanders well-deserved praise. This team, even without their top defenseman in uh, Adam Pellick, really uh, fighting to the bitter end, giving an all-out effort. And look, there are some things this team needs to do better moving forward. They've got to get another goal scorer, maybe uh, even two. They have got to uh, work on their power play, which really held them back throughout this series and throughout the playoffs. And, And again, as you get deeper into the playoffs and the opponents get better, the lack of an ability to score on the power play becomes a bigger and bigger problem. And it was one that in this series, they just weren't good enough to overcome. There are questions heading off to the offseason. Obviously, everybody wondering about Matt Barzal. He is a, a restricted free agent. The Islanders will do everything they can to re-sign him. And these are all topics we will explore in depth uh, in the near future, in, you know, as we start focusing on the offseason. Uh, was it the last Islanders game for Thomas Grice, for Matt Martin, who was also uh, scheduled to be uh, an unrestricted free agent? Andy Green, uh, probably, uh, you know, un- an unrestricted free agent who may not be back a number of these players may have played their last game. Do the Islanders look to trade Johnny Boychuk and uh, free up some cal- uh, some salary cap space? Maybe. Uh, these are all things that we have to see what happens uh, during what should be a very interesting offseason. And again, the Islanders have cap problems and a lot of NHL teams will have cap problems. So, uh, look, Islanders really did a great job during this playoff run, and I believe, quite honestly, that this is the start of something good for the New York Islanders in the very near future. So we'll see where this team goes, but I'm proud of them, proud of the way they played, and really, you know, if if I would have told you back on October 1st that the New York Islanders would advance to the conference final this year. I think most Islander fans would have taken it. All right, we'll do our Islanders birthday of the day and uh, talk a little bit more about the offseason and and how this team exceeded our expectations. All that still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. And folks, if you're trying to stay in shape and eat well, it's not always easy, but Built Bar can help. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they now have 18 amazing flavors, including six new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and how about cherry barcia? Can't go wrong with that. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft, they are easy to chew. 
and they are healthy. You can lose and maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. And right now, let's look at the Cherry Barcia flavor. 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Right now, a special promo. You can get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll also get $10 off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so uh, let's do our Islanders' birthday of the day. It doesn't come up until uh, Saturday. Uh, Happy 39th birthday to former Islanders goaltender Rick DiPietro. First overall pick in the 2000 draft, and that was a controversial thing since the Islanders traded Roberto Luongo to draft DP. Uh, The Lewiston, Maine native joined the Islanders in 2002-2003 and, you know, had a pretty good career before injuries really derailed him. Played in that all-star game, got the Islanders to the playoffs back in 2006-2007, but then just kept getting injured, and it was frustrating, but nice guy, went on to a nice career in radio after uh, his hockey career was over, and and it was great watching him mature and and grow as a a person, even as his hockey career was derailed by injury. We're going to look back at a good game for Rick DiPietro, December 16th, 2006, At the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders hosting the Atlanta Thrashers. Rick DiPietro in goal for the Islanders. Johan Hedberg in the net for Atlanta. Islanders broke on top with a goal by Miro Shatan, his 10th from Victor Kozlov at 8.04 of the first period, and it was 1-0 Islanders. In the second, the Islanders got three goals, one by Alexi Yashin from Sean Bates and Radek Martinek. Andy Hilbert scoring less than two minutes later, his third from Mike Sillinger and Aaron Asham, and then Sean Bates gets his third at 16:41, the assist to Richard Park after two periods. It was 4-0 Islanders over the Thrashers. In the third, Kozlov scores his 12th from Miro Shatan and Mike York at 10:34, and then with uh the Islanders shorthanded Sillinger gets his ninth Mike Sillinger from Andy Hilbert and Radek Martinek at 15:28. The Islanders skate to a 6-0 win over the Thrashers and Rick DiPietro making uh, 37 saves to earn the shutout in this one. So uh, a nice memory there for Rick DiPietro back in the year 2006, December 16th, 2006, we wish, we wish Rick DiPietro a very happy 39th birthday this Saturday. Don't forget, by the way, if you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to drop us an email. LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com is the address. You could follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles and follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI, and uh, we'll always keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news and notes. 
Uh, please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe. We will have a full off-season of reporting and coverage and interviews with uh, some reporters and former Islanders and, and a whole lot more. So make sure you stay with us throughout what promises to be a very interesting off-season. Again, I think this Islanders team and the fans have a lot to be proud of. They overcame a lot of adversity. Uh, you had that great 17-game point streak early in the season, a little trouble right before the COVID shutdown where they struggled a bit, but what a playoff run it was, getting past the Florida Panthers, then the Washington Capitals, then the Philadelphia Flyers, and really giving the Tampa Bay Lightning all they could handle in five of the six games that they played in. And I, I kind of wonder if game one, if the Islanders wouldn't have been so tired, maybe game one goes the other way. What kind of a series this might have been? There are a lot of what ifs, but overall, no doubt about it, this Islanders team never quit, always resilient. The next man up really meant something. And I think we saw a lot of players take their game to another level. Adam Pellick, certainly. Matthew Barzal. Anthony Bavillier, an outstanding playoff. Uh, Josh Bailey. Can we finally start to appreciate what Bales brings to the table? Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Great pickup in uh, at the trade deadline. Signed to a long-term deal. Did help solidify that third line. Uh, just, you know, so many guys. Matt Martin had a great playoff. Derek Brassard pitched in, uh, pitched in at times. Jordan Eberle uh, didn't score a lot in the Tampa Bay series, but did so many other things well and, and, and contributed in the other series very well. So a lot to be proud of and a lot to look forward to as we head to this unusual offseason. Look, usually now, mid-September, training camp would be opening for the New York Islanders. Instead, we are headed to uh, a kind of delayed off season, and uh, you know we'll see what the uh, Islanders can do. Lots to look forward to for 2020, 2021, and hopefully uh, we could have one last season at the Nassau Coliseum with fans in the stands. But look, one step at a time. Let's get through the draft, get through free agency, figure out who we can sign and re-sign and uh, what trades will be made. And uh, let's be proud of our hockey team because the New York Islanders showed a lot of heart, a lot of guts, a lot of determination, and they deserved to go on this long playoff run. That's going to do it for us on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Want to wish all my listeners Celebrating the holiday, uh, a very happy and healthy Jewish New Year, uh, L'Shana Tova, and uh, hope everyone enjoys the weekend, and we'll be back Monday with a brand new episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast as we start to figure out what happens to this team in the off season. Stay safe, everybody. Have a great weekend, and of course, let's go Islanders.